so glad you're availing yourselves to the powerful message provided by Wisdom Connection, the media ministry of Wisdom International Network Ministries, where individuals are being helped to shape their future to fulfill their God-given destinies. We pray the ensuing message will enable you to find fulfillment in life. Now, let's receive the message. When the artery in the heart blocks, your whole body will have problems because blood won't circulate properly. And since sometimes I like giving experts example and I'm not so versed in expert stuff, I just want to leave it that way. You see, when the artery clogs, it creates a big problem that doesn't allow the blood to flow effectively. So therefore, they will give it a scientific name that you have what? A heart issue. Amen? I said I don't want to go too technical, so just take it that way. That issue can bring you stroke. It can bring a clot in your system that can create a big issue like deep what? Vein thrombosis. And sometimes these things are big technically, but they are just simple issues that if you don't take care of it can bring a sudden death situations. Some have strokes because of that. So take your time, take a pen and a paper, or if you have a tablet you want to write notes, it's not going to take too long. Make sure you write down these notes and just help yourself with it. Amen? So we like to use physical examples to make it relevant. If some are off, just ignore it. Take that which you need and run with it because it is important for us to understand the word of God to a point that we don't guess it, we just zero in and leave the word. Amen? In Proverbs, the book of Proverbs itself is a book of advice, if you will. To some of us, it will be a book of counsel. It might be an advice somebody gave to what? Their children or their child. Solomon wrote the book of Proverbs, but he began by saying Proverbs chapter 4, Look at verse 1. It says, Hear ye children the instruction of a father and attend to no understanding. So that introduction alone can suggest to you that this is not strictly God talking to his children, but a father who has an experience through life and is leaving what? Uh, an advice or something for the next generation to follow. Anybody here? So when he said that in verse 1, to cut the chase, he came to verse 20. Jump quickly to 20. Say, my son, attend to my words, incline thy ear to my sayings. Let them not depart from thy ears, sorry, eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart, for they are life unto those that find them, and help to all their flesh. Verse 23, read with me. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. I'll read 24. I say, put away from thee a forward mouth and perverse lips put far from thee. But the, the point I want to establish this morning is protect your heart. Protect your heart. So like I've already given you the introduction about the spiritual, sorry, the scientific aspect of the heart. You see, when something happens to your heart, your whole body is damaged. Doctors can try to do stuff to just make it function again, but it wouldn't function as effectively as 
the natural how God created it. So protect your heart naturally from what you're eating because what you're eating is affecting your whole body system and eventually affect your heart. Protect your heart. Protect your heart from uh, being so lazy and becoming a couch potato and not exercise because, you see, exercise can do just a little bit to help your heart to pump properly. Protect your heart. So now when we get into the spiritual, you see what the father was telling his son is your heart is the central part of your being. Verse 23, for out of your heart are the whole issues of what comes out of your life. Verse 3 is very important. Out of your heart, look at somebody, the way they conduct their life, the way they do business, the way they create their environment is the sum total of what is what in their heart. The Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Not what they say, not what they do. As they think, as they deliberate, as they think and they ponder and they what? Uh, consider in their heart is their real life issues. So if your heart is not right naturally, you have physical issues. If your heart is not right, what spiritually you have spiritual issues. And for you, some of you that have lost touch of the fact that the spirit controls the natural, I want to remind you that pay more attention to your spiritual life and your physical life will be in order. So it says what again? 23, let's read it together. It says, keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it, out of your heart, are the issues of your life. So what are issues you're facing in your life? Consider what's going on in your heart. Most people have been taught to always blame the devil and blame circumstances and blame their past and blame their parents and blame everything except themselves. Because at the end of the day, God will not bless you without you. The devil will not mess you up without you giving access to you. So when we look at God and look at the devil, they are players in the game of life. But the most important person in the issues of life is you. How you order your lives will allow the devil to come into your heart to help you destroy yourself. Or will allow God through the person of the Holy Spirit to guide you into your God-given destiny. Don't forget that. Protect your heart. Because like I've said, scientists will try to revive that dead heart, that broken heart, that hurt heart, but it won't be the same as it was created originally. So protection simply means that don't allow stuff to enter into the heart to destroy that heart. Because the moment you allow stuff of this world to enter into your heart, it will be difficult for it to come back to its original. You see, God has a way of using Christ to restore all things. Say restore. I want to hear you say restore. You see, restoration is bringing back to its original state time seven times. You see, but God doesn't want to go through that route of always working hard to restore. So he's telling us this moment to learn to protect it so that he wouldn't use all his resources to protect, to, to what? Restore your heart because he has better things to do. If you can protect yourself, why would you want God to come protect you? 
So your first admonition this morning is to learn not to allow things to enter into your heart. To what? To destroy your life because out of your heart comes the issues of life. When you go verse 20, you can see his first, his first instruction is, My son, don't attend to the gossips that are going on in the world, but what? Attend to my words. See, the word of a father is as strong as a decision. The word of a father is as strong as a decision. The difference between fathers and mothers today being a very wonderful day. We're celebrating mothers who are naturalists, who are all around uh, uh, homemakers to make us feel comfortable. You see, a home with a good mother without a father is incomplete. I'll say that again. You see, a great home with a good mother Without father, it's incomplete because mothers have their role they play and fathers have their role they play too. You see, when both are playing their roles effectively, we have a balanced home. I'll say that again. When both are playing their roles effectively, they have a balanced home. The word of a father is an instruction to the ear of a child. The word of a mother is soothing to the child's ears. Can I say that again? The words of a father is an instruction. A child needs instruction to grow. Father's words instruct their children and mother's words soothe the child's ears. So in a good home, where there's proper arrangement of things which is simply called order, order you see, a father should be present to make sure that there is constant instruction going on for the child to grow peacefully and harmoniously. And when the father's word becomes so harsh in the ears of the child, the mother's words becomes what? The beef up, that, that soothing word to help the child to grow up in the father's word instruction. Because without instruction, there might not be a proper direction for the child to grow in. Our societies, our cultures are confused and damaged because we've misappropriated this order that God gave us. The role of the father and the role of the mother. Since I'm not dealing with that and I'm trying to help you to understand how you can protect your heart, God wants us to have instruction manual for our lives. God. Who created us like the Japanese created their product and put what the manufacturer's manual in it, which most of us don't read because you can know it by how the stuff functions. Either it's half function or it's underused because the manual was not read. The same way human beings, we lack in having impact in the life God has given us because we take for granted the manual he gave us. So verse 20 says that, look at 20. It's important. Look at 20 again. It says, when son attend to my words, incline thy ears to my sayings. Where do you, I mean, can assuredly find the words and the sayings of God more than the word of God, which is the Bible? 
I've already told you some will see it as a historical book, some will see it as story books, some will see it as different things. But as a child of God, you have to see the word of God as God's instruction to your life. Instructions sometimes might not come in a harsh commanding tone. Instructions can also come in what? In admonition and advice. So you can see this was not God telling Solomon, tell them I said this, but it was a father's experience that he has learned and he's trying to pass it down to what? His children. So at the end of the day, what I'm trying to tell you is guard your heart. And the only way you can guard your heart to know the difference between truth and deception is when you listen attentively to the word of God. Making sense? Because you cannot know whether truth is truth or deception is deception, or lies. If you don't know what truth is, you don't know the difference between a counterfeit and a real man, you could be de deceived with a counterfeit, and you receive counterfeit. But God wants us to have a information about how this life works, so that when truth is being distributed, we will receive it. And when lies are coming, we'll know the difference and what? Shake it off. It's very, very important because out of these, a lot of people have been through different kinds of heart conditions. Some are right now in churches having heart murmur because they allow themselves to be deceived. They're going through literally pain, emotional pain. Because even though they're in the house of truth, They've been deceived. And because they've been deceived and they don't know any difference, they're still in that house being used and abused and still in that house. Why? Because they don't know that the house of God should be the house of the truth, the pillar and ground of our faith. So again, protect your heart. Don't take any word from anybody unless... They certify to be truth speakers. And truth speakers will back everything they say up with the word of God. So my son, attend to my words. Joshua 1.8 uh, Don't let this book of the Lord depart out of thy mouth. But thou shalt meditate on it day and night. And in the word of God you'll find success for your soul. Did he say that buy an anointing oil and anoint yourself every morning with it to become successful? Did he say that go and buy uh, an article of faith? Some churches sell handkerchiefs, some sell uh, hand wristbands and stuff. And they say that oh, there's an anointing of the man of God in it. The word of God didn't say that. It says what? Meditate. Are you there, Joshua 1.8? I want you to read it. Quickly. You see, so apart from the meditation, you say observe to do. It means that man was need to be activated by practicing what is written. You see, you're observing means you're making sure you see it's there. When you see it's there, you take the step of faith to what? To activate it by doing it. James said, faith without works is dead. How does faith come? 
By hearing and hearing and hearing over and over again the word of God. So when we have the word of God in it, the word of God garrisons around our, um, how do you call it, uh, vulnerable hearts. So that the devil will not have access to our hearts. So meditate on it. Turn it over and over and over and over again in your head. And then after you've turned it over and over and over in your head, that's the definition of meditation. If some of you don't know. You see, the word of God settles in your mind, but it shouldn't stay in your mind alone. It should sink down in your heart. So in practicing what you've meditated on over and over again, it becomes now second nature to you. So the word of God can become active in your life when you meditate upon it and after meditation act upon it. Man of God, finish it. So you see, your prosperity is dependent on the fact that you know what the word of God says. You've acted on the word of God. And now the word of God has become second nature to you. And then what follows now is not your effort to make it. Now God will direct you into the path of success. Success comes when you know what to do and you do it. Success doesn't come through wishing. Church people, success doesn't come by just quoting the word of God. After you've quoted it, act upon it. Some people have become just quoters of the word and not doers of the word. Can I say that again? Some have become quoters of the word. They can quote from Genesis to Revelation. But when you look at their life, does the word of God reflect their quoting? No. Why? Because they quote to show off. But when it comes to it's doing, they are found wanting. I don't want to become one of those people, so guard your heart. Tell somebody, guard your heart. If you don't guard your heart, the devil would, the moment you quote it, and it's going to sink into your heart, he will come and pick it. That's the parable Jesus taught these disciples. Isn't that right? It says, the sower went to sow the seeds, but the seeds fell on different grounds. Why? Because the word is a symbol of different grounds. If you don't have the word of God protecting your heart, when the word of God is sown, the different grounds of your heart, some will be what? Rocky grounds, some will be thorny grounds. The word of God will spring up and quickly the thorns will what? Will siphon the word and then it will not bear forth fruit. Protect your heart. When you hear something negative that is not going to help your heart, don't listen to it. Protect your heart. Start to eliminate all your friends who like to call you, have you heard, and have you heard, and have you heard, and send negative things into your spirit. Protect your heart. Don't be too religious and think that everything that they call God's name in it, and sometimes Jesus it's something you have to subscribe to. Paul told the Thessalonians, test all the spirit. Prove all things. You have the right to pick and choose what you want to listen to. Because we're living in the last days. Protect your heart. Don't give your heart to just anybody and anything. All in the name of prophetic or apostolic or bishopric. It doesn't matter. Prove all things. Test all things. If you're spiritual enough, you see, you have what we call discernment. 
that when the person is talking, you see your spirit and the spirit locks in automatically. Some of us, you see, the person doesn't look like man, so it will lock in and we unlock it because that's not what we want to hear. We rather walk in the path of deception because we have heaped to ourselves itchy ears want to hear what we want to hear. Anybody learning anything? So after you've been deceived, then you look for the lowly, humble man of God that nobody respects and working hard to put your burden on. God, your heart. Before you become a church member, first become a child of God. Let God, through the Holy Spirit, lead you and guide you to greener pastures, not dry haze and patchy green grasses. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. If you've been hurt through these seasons, if you've been hurt by allowing anything to get your heart, I came to bring you a solution. There is a bomb in Gilead. He is Jesus the Christ. He soothes our pain and heals all our heads and gives us opportunity to what? To grow again in him. Grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. In Colossians, let me throw that at you, Colossians 3.16. I want us to read that so loud so that our spirit will catch it. Colossians 3.16. If you don't have a Bible next to you and you're watching me, you can go get a Bible. I, I prescribe to every child of God, apart from TikTok or WhatsApp, get a Bible app. It's not wrong to have a Bible app on your phone or any tablet you are what you're using. It's, a, it's an aid. I told you it's a manual. When you listen to somebody preaching and they quote from the word and they misfire or they misquote, check it. Google it quickly. The Holy Ghost will give you a clarity. He is the best teacher. Some of us are just anointed teachers, but he is the best teacher. Anybody still here? So are you in Colossians? What does he read? Ready? Read. See, so Paul didn't make it conditional. Apostles should let the word of God dwell in their hearts. Teachers should let the word of God dwell in your hearts. As a child of God, it's God's instruction for you to let the word of God dwell in, reach in you richly in all. Say all. So when it comes to archaeology, you know. When it comes to zoology, you know. You have an idea of all things. You don't have to be an expert in medicine to have basic understanding and knowledge of day-to-day -day illness that really plagues our societies and our communities. You don't have to be a medical scientist too. Have an idea of every season what happens to people so you stop blaming the devil for everything. This morning I was telling First Lady, I don't like it when I have to start my engine and open my windows because I've seen the, what the pollen is doing numbers on me. They call it allergies. It's not the devil, it's nature. The trees are shedding their pollens in these days because they want to bring forth what fresh leaves and flowers and stuff. You see, these are natural things. Stop binding the devil or else let's burn all the trees in the world and see what happens after that. Am I teaching you something? Guard your heart in all wisdom. So nobody will prophesy to you and say, all these allergies are demons from your 
uh, your country and, and your, your village and they are here to attack you. No! Allergic reactions come from the pollens and the grass and the cat dander, all the stuff that you surround yourself with. Some, of, some people are allergic to cat fairs. Just find, find uh, what do you call it? Uh, what do you call hairless cat or those people that keep animals? How do you call them? Uh, animal protective groups and send your cat to it. Do you stop having those reactions so that you stop watching yourself for demons? Demons are serious things they deal with. Amen? I'm making it interesting for you to know I've already given you a disclaimer. Here we make the word of God relevant. So I like to always have my car window up. Not because I want to look fancy. I don't want the dust and the dust and everything getting in the car. And then at the end of the day, I start sneezing. Oh, but Apostle, you can believe God for God to deliver you out from it. Yes, I can. But it's giving me wisdom also not to have the reaction before I believe him for my deliverance. I want to live in health 24 hours a day, seven days in a week without bothering God because he said he has already healed me. By his stripes, I was healed years before my mother conceived me and gave birth to me. So guard your heart. Guard your heart so that nobody will take advantage of your vulnerability or your ignorance and take advantage of you. If you don't do this, the devil will con you to make you always become a victim to your own circumstances. I'll say that carefully. Some of us position ourselves in a situation and the devil takes advantage to what? To con us. We become victims of our own circumstances. I open my window. I don't care what happens. I've been covered by the blood. You start sneezing and coughing. Now the devil has deceived you to think that you could do that. If you could shut all your windows up because you have allergic reactions to what is going on, Trust God for your deliverance, but close your windows. Does it make sense? Some have been deceived and they become so discontented with the things of God. If you don't become God consciousness and you're always devil consciousness and people are out to get you consciousness, you see, you get deceived quickly. Anybody here? You have to be always God consciousness. God inside-minded. You're a carrier of God. You're a carrier of the presence of God, no matter how you feel or you don't feel. Are you listening to me? Because God is part now with you. He's part of you to bring to pass everything that is said concerning you. Don't forget also that through disappointment and unfulfilled promises, we are led into anger and frustration. That can also affect our hearts. How many of you have been frustrated with some Thing that you've had sound mind to operate before. Uh, when you're frustrated, you are not in the right place. You don't make decisions out of frustration or anger. No, because you're not in the right place at all. Your heart is suffering heart murmur. Amen? I'm throwing just distance in, like I know what I'm talking about, but listen, heart murmur is a medical condition. Amen? Make sure that you don't allow things to sink into your heart. The moment you hear bad news, let it quickly get out of your head. Don't let it settle to sink into your heart. Because the moment it sinks into your heart, it will take roots and control your life. Hebrews 12. Are we learning something? 
Colossians says that let the word of God dwell in you in all wisdom. Amen. Richly in all wisdom. Don't be partial with the word. Go deep with the word. Let the word of God become the pillar and the foundation you use for your life's principles. Don't use people's ideology because ideas will fail. The word of God lives and abides forever. Hebrews 12, 12 to 13, man of God, I'm still depending on you. If you could open to it quickly. Wherefore, lift up the hands which hang down. Because this shows that the hands has been up and excited and cheering before, right? So it says, therefore, lift up that hand that hang down. If you've been disappointed, somebody had lied on you. If you've been deceived, so you're hurt. It's because you allowed the door of your heart to open to just anything. Now be selective and lift up that hand again. Our God is a restoring God. He restores all things. He can restore the heart. Lift up that hand that hangs down. You've been so much disappointed in church. You don't want to have anything to what? Do with church. Lift up that hand that hangs down. Hang down means that you're throwing in the towel. You open the door. Now numbers has been down on you. You want to quit. You want to give up. You want to blame everybody. Don't blame anybody. Take a clue that you need to guard and protect that heart. Lift up that hand that hangs down. And the feeble knees, and the feeble knees that can carry the weight of disappointment. And make straight paths for your feet. Lest that which is lame be turned out of the way. You see? But let it rather be healed. Let it be healed. Let the heart be healed. That head, let it be healed. Yes, it hurts. Am I saying it right? Head hurts. And people who are hurting hurt other people. The world is depending on you. Don't let, don't miss that pain too long. Somebody said physical pain can be bandaged, right? They could put ointment on it and bandage it for you to heal. What about emotional pain? That's the most painful pain you can experience. But that can be healed too. Continue, sir. Finish it. Follow peace with all men. It means that understand that human beings are fallible and you're a human being too. As you can offend people, people can offend you. So when they offend you, don't wait for them to apologize. You what? Follow peace with them. In your heart of heart says that, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they do. And let your heart be clear from what? Bitterness. Because that's what is going to bring us to the next point. What is the next point? Finish it. Verse 15. Looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God. You see? There's a grace that is carrying all of us. Apostles, prophets, bishops, archbishops. We all carry a grace. And that grace operates when you follow peace with all men. When you walk in love, not in what? Anger, frustration, and bitterness. Then he says what? Lest any Lest any root of bitterness, the seed of disappointment has been sown. The seed of pain has been sown. The seed of lies has been sown. Now it's going to turn a root. And the root becomes a big tree. And the tree begins to show forth what? The fruits of the seed that was sown 20 years ago. That you were ignorant and opened your heart for that seed to be sown. Are you getting the connection I'm giving you? Things don't just happen. 
There's a sequence by which things happen. They call you stupid. You let it sink into your head. After 10 years, now it's in your heart. Now every time you see them, you're angry. After 10 years, you need deliverance. This is a true deliverance. Because you didn't protect your heart, then you're foolish or you're stupid sunk into your heart. It's become a root. And that root will first time become a big tree. You're trying to smile, but behind your smile, we know you're what? You're hurting. You're bitter. Is it relevant enough? Can he help somebody? Is he helping you this morning? You see, it's Mother's Day. A lot of mothers are hurting because they work their fingers off to raise their sons and daughters. They become renowned in society. That's every parent's dream. Everywhere you go, your son's name is being mentioned. Everywhere you go, you hear good things about your son. You're excited, but you're in pain because your son doesn't call you. They're too busy minding their business and they forget from where they started. Mothers will the power to kill you, you know, through abortion. You didn't get it, but through abortion, they could have just terminated your destiny. Your beautiful life would have been cut short if they decide they don't want you. Mothers could have done that. Mothers could decide to be lazy. No, they could decide. Mothers could choose not to work so that you all starve and become homeless. Think about it. Look at the mother. Not a woman. I'm talking about mothers. That has been neglected with three kids. She'll raise all the three kids and become, the children become something in society. Leave two children, one child to a man. He's confused. Mothers are created differently. If you're hurting as a mother, today is Mother's Day. My word for you is guard your heart. You didn't raise your children to pay you back. Pray that God will raise one of them who will see your condition and your situation. It's rather unfortunate. The more you grow, the more you hear stories of men and women who work hard their whole life. And when they expected their children to be there for them, their children are minding their business, chasing their own dreams. It's good to chase your dreams. Remember from the, the tree whence you were hewn. I'm quoting scriptures. You didn't come in isolation. You came through a medium. You came through a vessel. And those vessels are your mother and your father. That's why the Bible says that if you honor them, you prolong your life and the days of your life. I don't want to be long-winded. In the word of God, there are nuggets for us to live our lives. Not to be religious, but to be promising children of God. Take care of those you need to take care of. I always love mothers because they are an example of the love of God for humanity. Men give up too soon. Women will believe in you when you don't even believe in yourself. Should I say mothers? Mothers give their sons and their daughters special names based on how they feel about them. See a mother calling a knucklehead son, that's my lawyer, that's my doctor, that's my engineer. They believe that one day, one day, in all your struggles, you turn out to be somebody better in the future. Don't neglect them. Take care of your mothers. Protect them. Make sure that they feel good for investing in you. So he says that don't allow that root of bitterness. Mother, if you're going through 
a stage in your life that you become better. You raise all your six children, including some of your siblings. Oh, yeah, that's what good mothers can do. A good mother is a mother to everybody, not just their biological children. And you don't get that in return. You didn't do it for them to pay you back. Always remember that. Protect your heart. God is seeing all your sacrifices and your labor of love. You pay you back in a wonderful kind, and you live to testify. If this message has blessed you, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Share with other people. If you want to write a comment, write a decent one where we can just tailor-made our messages to help you to live a best life. Our mission is to bring hope and restoration to everybody who God helps to connect with us. And our vision is to help you shaping the future God has created you to create and also to what? To fulfill that vision. God bless you. Till next week, this is Wisdom Connection. I'm your humble servant, Sam. God bless you. Thank you.